Yay. Crisis averted. So far. You ready? Check, check. One, two. Can y'all hear me? I got you. Audio check, two. Here we are. Yes, sir. Thank you for your patience. Oh, it's time for, I guess we'll call this day number zero <laughs> of the National Finals Rodeo. Joining you live inside the Saints booth, back by popular demand. A hastily assembled, unrehearsed, and often delayed program by two of the best in the rodeo industry. It's Rodeo's Rockin'est Podcast, led in by Phil Collins, Ambon Hilton, and Justin Rumford, along with Gus. Take it away, men. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Rump Chat. Day's here. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Um, and Motley Crue never started on time, so why do we? Yeah, I went to the Guns N' Roses concert at Intel Bank Arena, Wichita, Kansas. Supposed to start at 9. They went on stage at 10.15. Rockers don't start on time, so we, we have our backdrop beautifully assembled. Yep. Rockers uh, don't start on time. Leathersmiths don't ever get you your belt when they say they're going to get it to you. Uh what else? Jimmy. <laughs> oh, what a day to be here. We, uh, for everybody who listens at home, what a, what, a, what a great day, even though uh, it's been a little wild around here, you know, yeah. and, and we're not going to comment on that because um, everything that's going on, the, you know, we usually do a segment every day about the, the social media, <laughs> what the, what's going on with that. And uh, if you, <laughs> if you want some entertainment, get on the, uh, the Cowboy Channel, fans of the Cowboy Channel facebook page why you can but the there's doozies some of the some of the things that they've come up with uh the the fans that they've heard about the rodeo um is it's pretty wild but uh you know we're, we're saying big prayers for the the people affected here in vegas that's yeah. terrible terrible deal to happen but uh it was uh it was very awkward we were about ready to start uh the grand entry rehearsal so everybody all the contestants are on horseback in the alley and the flag girls and Rob Hart, who's the head of security, comes running up, and, and Rob's a pretty chill guy, but you could tell something was going on, and he yelled at, at Alan Reinheimer, the uh, general manager, and he, he said, uh, you know, come here. And Alan just kind of like, you know, looking at me, you know, come here. And you don't usually tell the boss to come here, you know. And, and then they started just telling the announcers to get everybody in the arena ASAP. And uh, everybody came in. And um, by that time, it was kind of circulating. You know, people knew what was, was going on outside. So we sat in there for, I don't know, almost two hours. And then they got, it was, got pretty intense. They yelled at everybody in the building to get in the arena on the dirt. And, um, and so we, everybody, I mean, 
intently. He, Benny was there. Benny, Megan, get in it. Megan, get Jason in there. And uh, I mean, I even, I'll get to that. But um, we're standing there, and I, I was standing by Sage Kimsey and Kai John and, and Brad Narducci. We were just kind of BSing, keeping it lighthearted. But there's a gal that had a horse, and it wasn't a contestant. I think she just helped one of the barrel racers. But there's a camera pit, like right below the announcer's platform, and she knelt down and was preparing to go underneath that wow pit and it was you know it was that was a little surreal and then when you look up and you see SWAT guys in full tactical gear sweeping the building that's when it kind of got we kind of it was a, it was an eerie feeling when you see that but um and then they came down and told us all to exit the west end um and all everybody left and then we go out to a parking lot for about 30 minutes and then alan came out and said you know everybody needs to, to go home. So, I mean, I've still got equipment sitting at my spot, you know, a couple laptops. I barely grabbed one and they were just yelling, everybody get out. So it was a, it was a very surreal moment and uh, never, you, you always see that stuff on the news and you're never a part of it, but um, being a part of it was, was pretty crazy. And uh, it's, it's, un, it's unfortunate, you know, and I was bummed when they canceled tonight, but then I'm thinking, you know what, my boy's with me, you yeah. know, and it's just, it's stupid, but, um, but you know what, we're, we're going to push on, uh, the, the people that are making the decisions are much smarter than 99.9% of the people come yeah. who have opinions. So they're, they're, they'll get it right. You know, there's, there's rumors flying around with what they're going to do. Um, uh, they're going to make up the perf just when and, and how is, is, is the, uh, is the question. So yeah, I got uh, nothing's official until it comes out of Alan Reinheimer's, uh, uh, office. So I got a phone call today from a, a friend of mine that lives in outside of Enid, Oklahoma. And this dude hasn't left Garfield County for <laughs> 38 years. And he calls me this morning and he says, this is not even a joke. I'm not making this up. He goes, heard they move the whole NFR to the South point. <laughs> like now that they didn't do that. Well, by God, that's what Bill Wilson said. Mm -hmm. I said, well, where's Bill Wilson? Well, Bill Wilson talked to a guy that's out there. Yep. Oh, well, hell, if Bill Wilson said it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but uh, on a brighter note, yeah. round of applause for the sound man of the year. What a last night. Round of applause for my man, Hambone. Yeah, very unexpected. Because um, you usually lose, I, and I've this lost, year you won. Uh, so. I've told that story so many times. Last year, my uh, asshole friend over here, <laughs> first time he had lost, and he comes up with the red plaque that you get. Uh, for your congratulate, you know your congratulations, and he comes up and he goes, "Hey, you've got a lot of these. What do you do with them? What do you do with them? Uh, They're in your office." Yeah. Oh no, it was it was a it was a great night and uh, uh, very unexpected because you know I honestly I didn't you know I'm blessed to be able to do the NFR. So I was in my head, I'm like, oh, people are like, ah, he's got the NFR. He'll that's good enough. Let's, you know, so it was very shocking. It was awesome, but it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And then when I didn't have to do anything, but this great show today, Hambone got a little tooted last night. Like how late did you stay out? Oh, like 1130. 1130? <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. 11.30? I don't know. I don't look at the watch. I'm a rocker. Oh my God. Oh, no, well, it was great. But thank you. And, and congratulations to you with multiple nominations. So, and, and it was, it was fun to see. Uh, our good friend, Anthony Lucia, when uh, announced of the year. And he's got a great show. For all you that's in-house listening, don't forget to watch Live with Lucia right down, right down on How the main stage. How much is he paying us? What? How much is he paying? Uh, he bought me lunch a bunch at Sonoma. So, so that's all he gets. Yeah. But uh, 
He got the Wait, W. Frontier. He's got to monetize this stuff. Uh, what what, what means, other winners? That means get money. Right, right. No, I, I don't mind giving Lucia a shout out. No, he, no, it was great. He cried like a bitch. It was fun. Um, I'm a crier too. I get that. I could cry right now if I wanted to. No, like, very pumped for my for our good friend, and congrats to him. Um, so the best part of the whole award ceremony was, last night was when they invited or they had the dress acts up. Three of them were on crutches. One of them only had one arm, and the other one was pregnant. Did y'all catch that? That <laughs> might have been. John Payne maybe come over to these people, the table of people, and tell Boyd's line. Boyd Paul Hammis always sells out uh, John Payne as this man has single-handedly sold more rodeo tickets than any other specialty act ever. The one-arm bandit. Yeah. And, uh, he says, see, that's right. That's right. I have. That's a fact. <laughs> that ain't no joke. No, it was a great time and great night, and Gus party. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, uh, this is our, I think it was our sixth NFR that we're recording live. So has uh, it been six? I think it's been six years. Wow. And each, each day we have a, um, we have a, a presenting sponsor because, you know, for everybody that's listening on Apple or <laughs> iTunes, wherever you're listening, um, we get to do some great rodeos and this way we kind of get to highlight, uh, some of our rodeos in the rodeo yes. that's presenting rump chat today is what I got to go to for the first time ever last year which is in probably the most picturesque of all places uh for a rodeo but uh if uh tyler and chase come on up here the presenting spot today is the kildare mountain rodeo july 3rd and 4th kildare north dakota all right give it a round of applause for these two old bastards here look at these guys look at these guys what's up brother thank you that's Tyler. He's he's the man. Awesome. So I gotta I gotta tell you a little something about the uh, the rodeo at Kildare. So I've never been there before. So if you get the chance to go, you gotta go because it's down in a bowl. It is literally in a bowl on a grassy side of a hill. You know, you go to all these different venues, and and I always say that each rodeo is awesome because of of the the different you know aspects that make it different. You know, like but when we got there and everybody parks on the side of the hill and puts blankets down. And uh, the coolest thing too is if for the kids at the end of the night, if you, they hand you a trash bag. And if you fill your trash bag with trash and take the concession stand, they give you a free candy bar. That's genius. Now, hold on. This is where my kids, <laughs> this is where my kids, you know, they're my kids. So Livy and Lola, they get some trash bags. Well, the people watching the rodeo don't understand the, the deal that if they bring the trash bags back full, they get candy bars. So people are going, oh, look at those two little girls picking up trash. So these random people just start tipping them, just start giving my kids money <laughs> for picking up trash. And by the time it was all done, they had like nine candy bars and 84 bucks. Nice. So we're glad to have you guys on, Tyler and Chase. And uh, tell us a little bit about what makes your rodeo awesome. Well, uh, Kildare Rodeo has been going on for 100 years now. This can be the 101st year. We're actually switching it up to three perfs. We're not having to buck horses at midnight like we did last year. That was pretty cool, though. Yeah. So what we do is we run a second slack of saddle bronc and bareback horses, uh, usually buck about 50 of them. Turns out to be about midnight, 1 o'clock, and we don't lose a contestant on the hillside the whole time. They stay there. That, that's insane that you have slack and bucking stock events. You yeah. know what I mean? Not, I mean, bull riding, you'll, you'll get it here or there, but bareback riding, that says a lot about your rodeo. Well, and and uh, who's your stock contractor? It's uh, J-Bar J, 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 J. But not just slack. So I'm talking like 
uh, Jess Pope was 90 points in slack after. So yeah, it's like an extreme Bronx. Event. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you look back the last couple of years, uh, Lefty Holman last year won it at 1130. We, uh, Jayco Roper run it in the bareback right at about midnight last year. This year, um, uh, Jess Pope is about midnight again, bucked his horse. That's kind of cool though. I know it's a pain in the butt, you know, I your crew's tired. You've been working all day and, but that's, that's kind of special. This crew doesn't get tired because they literally wake up in the morning and they start drinking these Sunny D seltzers. Have you seen those? <laughs> I've had the... Uh, it's like an adult... Uh, what's those? Like an adult Capri Sun. But these guys wake up in the morning and then they just party for the whole day. And it was also pretty cool that they actually... Uh, they actually have a full keg of beer behind the shoots at nice. every performance. Nice. Yeah. So And on top of that keg of beer, we got Sparky to do a keg stand. And there really? is video proof. Just look hard yeah. enough. Yeah, we lived. How did he get up on top of the keg? Well, we that's pretty carefully. high. That's pretty pretty high for him. He's the size of <laughs> Gus. It was not hard to do a keg stand when you're three foot tall. <laughs> yeah. So three foot tall Sparky is being held by eight foot tall Gus Kronberg. That's awesome. <laughs> you know Gus the bullfighter? I know. Oh, he's awesome. Uh actually, Sylvan, he fight bulls there too. He was uh, the bullfighter there at nice at the uh, at the rodeo, but a uh, great parade. Beautiful. Oh, the uh, the wagon train they did for the hundredth was cool. They had all these horses and wagons. Uh, awesome parade, and the hospitality is just amazing. You know, with that full on brand new facility. Isn't that brand new up there? Where the yeah, it's been there for about six years now. So the you know the hundred year committee is we hadn't envisioned of having a hundred horses in the parade, and I think we had like one hundred twenty seven. There was over like 40 some wagon trains. We had a wagon ride. It was it was cool. Wow. It was a good way to celebrate. How's the RV parking spots? The RV spot was good. Uh, you know, you go to these rodeos <laughs> and you never know. That's what, very important to us. You never personnel. know what you're going to get when you go to plug in. Okay. So I get there and there's not a plug in. And I didn't know that Chase is an electrician. So anyhow, I said, I, I can't plug in here. He's like, oh, no, it's not a big deal. I'll fix it. So he starts rearranging the plug for a 50. And in the back of my mind, I just met this guy. I'm like, this dude is just this random committee guy is taking apart this electrical outlet. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not going to end. It was like, it's like Eastwood and Sykeston. You know? Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this ain't good. So he starts messing with it. And then so he finally gets it done. And, you know, I don't know him well enough to joke around yet. And he says, uh, well, I don't think that'll start your trailer on fire. I'm like, wow, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> But they had a they had a Chancey Williams concert there too. Nice. They parked the bus right in the arena and it got stuck. <laughs> so that was that was also yeah. So on the night of the first, we had free concerts. So we had Chancey Williams, Colby Cooper, uh, Zach Thomas, and Sutherland. Nice. It was all a free concert, and literally right when Chancey shut down, the lights went off, the thunder cracked, lightning was rolling, rain came down, and it was like four inches of rain that night. Ugh. We got tour buses stuck. I got drunk and went and slept in the trailer because I was not cleaning up. <laughs> well, that's good. That, you, sometimes you just got to get drunk. Well, and that's, that's you know, if, you, if you're looking for a fun place to go. Yep. Uh, I knew it was going to be a good rodeo when I pulled up. Tyler uh, pulled, pulled his Polaris Ranger up. Had a bunch of seltzers in the back. I thought that was... I was like, I, I think we're going to be able to get along with this guy. I think I'm going to like this. So place. what you do is there at Kildare, though, if you really want to have fun, you go to Slack, 
and you get a bunch of booze and you go sit on the uh, strip and shoot. Okay. Yeah. I learned that too. Yeah, that's kind of our tradition is go sit on the north end of the time defense. Sit back there and just drink beer and talk pull shit. Pull ropes off, talk shit. <laughs> got Anthony Lucia there. We can make fun of him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's a it's an amazing rodeo. Uh, I had a I had an absolute ball, you know, because you can go to you can go to the big stadiums, you can go to uh, the the big coliseums, and it's cool. But there's some about like in North Dakota pulling off off in there to the you know off on the grass. The the crazy thing was of all the Fourth of July rodeos I've worked, and I think about how hot some of them have been. Like when I worked Folsom, California, it was like 103 when the rodeo started. Pay, uh, uh, not Pancus, as before, but Prescott. Uh, Prescott on that afternoon perf when it gets to be about 103. And then at Kildare was the first 4th of July rodeo I've ever worked where I was freezing cold by the time the bull riding was over. It was 38 degrees on the July the 4th awesome. by the time the bull riding was That's over. That's awesome. We were standing on the back of the buck and shoots, and uh, Rump's knees were knocking together because he was shivering. So it, was, it was cold. He couldn't they... put enough seltzers in there to warm his blood up. No. <laughs> I could go for a little bit of that, that cool air, though, right now. Yeah, this is a little hot up in here. We need to bring a fan. So you guys are going to three perfs next year in Kildare? Yep. So next year we decided we're going to three perfs. We're going to do it on the second, third, and fourth, kind of get it spread out, put more on a production. We're going to rock that place rather than bucking horses at midnight. It is fun, but it's good to get all the contestants to stay out and, and watch everything through the end. Who's your music director? Jersey Jake. Oh, Jersey. Great. We, we had the trifecta last year, Jersey, Anthony, and Rump. And now this year we got uh, Jersey, Corey, Keith, and D Danger Dave. Danger Dave, man. Danger. I seen Dave, him last night. His guy. hair was looking fantastic. No, that's great. That's a good good group. You guys are uh, – that's that's all. I mean, uh, July 4th, is, <laughs> it's, it's a tough run. But to get that many good contestants well, – or I, contestants, period. You know, I mean, that's, that says a lot what you guys are doing up there. And – and that's great. And you realize and, and added money, obviously money talks. Well, and two, um, they do such a good job, you know, like we're, and we like to point this out because our main sponsor for all of Rump Chat, of course, is Pete Car Pro Rodeo. And Pete does this, and that's what makes him successful. Two is, you know, when you put a rodeo like that together, that brings in a lot of stock contractors. Because I think you guys had seven, seven stock contractors with horses total. I mean, J-Bar-J was the main one. He sure. Bucked, you know, all his good stuff, but you know, when you put, when these guys that can go anywhere, you know, they're going to go, they're going to turn out if they don't think they got a shot. The other Especially thing that's, that's cool this next year is last year we were 10000 across the board, added money. This year we're going to be 20000 in the bareback ride and bronc ride. So how do you do that? We're going to feature the bareback ride and the bronc ride and put them at twenty. Okay, you're doing that. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were going I get you now. Yeah. Even money in the team roping, it's gonna be. And that's the and then that's a kicker, right? You have to, that. That's the new. That's the law yep, per se. That's exactly right. You got to have even money in the team roping. And you know, honestly, we couldn't do added money without our great sponsors. I think last year we brought in down near half a million dollars just on volunteers and, and sponsorships. And it's unbelievable. Guys, how big? How big is Kildare? Kildare is like a thousand people. So to bring in a half a million dollars just from our sponsors and a, a town of a thousand people is saying a lot to that our blows community. my mind. Good for you guys. And they they have the the coolest arena wrap you've ever seen. So that the arena the whole arena is wrapped. And the local ranchers, if you want your brand on the arena wrap, it's you know you you pay a price. So the whole arena, I mean, it is such a clean 
look, it's almost like a like the backdrop. You don't yeah. put any sponsors on your arena wrap? Yeah, we do. We do. Okay. So like on the arena wrap, shout out to Brent Schaff. He's got the arena wrap. Okay, yeah. He come up and measured our arena, and it looks awesome. It kind of blends in, got a brown, brown color and everything to it. But yeah, what we do is we sell sponsors or uh, brand ads, and then we do a ride for the brand. So it's 250 bucks. You can put your brand on there. Just kind of a show of appreciation for the little guys around there, too. That's very cool. That's a good idea. I'm going to steal that in San Angelo. And the coolest thing about the the Kildare Mountain Rodeo, too, is... Always learning. That these guys are Rub Chat fans even before I booked the rodeo. So by the time I got there, they pretty much knew all my secrets. So part of the reason you got the rodeo is because of Rub Chat, which I'm half of, so... Checks in the mail. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so a third, much. A third. We appreciate you all coming up and... Uh, and being Rump Chat fans. And everybody, if you're listening at home, if you're listening here, be sure to check out the Kildare Mountain Rodeo uh, in Kildare, North Dakota, July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. An awesome, awesome place to go. Something like you've never seen. Yep. It, it's old school. That's awesome. That's the way it should be. So these you guys, guys are, are great. Thank you, Tyler yeah. and Chase. Stick around. Any shout-outs to anybody you want to back home? Any? Just shout-out to all the committee members that have helped us through everything. I mean – Without all the volunteers, committee members working hard, we wouldn't be able to put on a great rodeo that we do. Well, congratulations. As, as uh, guys who go to a lot of rodeos, that's pretty impressive growth in a short time. So good for you guys. Hey, thanks Keep for having up. us on. Thank you. you bet. Killdeer. Give it up. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. You know, Stick around. We'll have a drink. The coolest thing is, too, that I like about these guys is some of these rodeos, uh, as far as the committees go, the, the generations that are putting on these rodeos are getting older. I mean, you look at look look at Sydney. I mean, the mm-hmm. the average committee man is, and that's what's awesome is seventy two. See, see young guys like that taking initiative because it is. It, you know, it's a, a lot of our, our older guys and that have that. We we've talked about it many times on yeah. the show that you know why fix it? What you know why change or it's working or long as we make enough money to have a rodeo next year, you know, we don't have progressive minds like these two that are keep pushing these rodeos. And that's very important because, I mean, look at the money. You have five record-setting, um, you know, uh, season earnings records that were set this year. And that's that's not obviously had a good year, yes, but that's because the money. Yeah. It's insane but, what uh, – and, and what the PRCA is doing, is, I mean, they're really – they're pitting these rodeos against each other, right, because they're all vying for these contestants. I mean, we did it in San Angelo. We went from 20,000 added to 45,000 added in, in a year. So uh, just because we want everybody there, you know, and so that that's kind of genius what they're doing. And it's just doing this. So, but don't let them fool you. Those guys will have fun there too. Oh no, I don't, I don't, I mean, that. like break a Polaris Ranger in half having fun. Like <laughs> that kind of fun. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Let's go to our next guest. Um, this next guest I've literally known since uh, 2005. Uh, a Cody, Wyoming native, a great dude. He's been the uh, alternate at the NFR for the last 26 years. Um, <laughs> he's my good friend. Uh, we've we've done a lot of dumb things together. He's bailed me out of jail. Well, we're gonna hear that story. He's also the only uh, entertainer in PRC history that is clowned. San Angelo, I think, three times and said four words. <laughs> yes. so, but that's, he, a, that's a record. <laughs> it's another record set here. <laughs> but our good friend, NFR alternate barrel man, Matt Tar, everybody. Matt Tar. Two R's. Tar. Tar. 
Okay, in my defense. <laughs> yeah, I'll explain the San Angelo in thing. In my defense, Bob and Boyd are there. I don't need to say anything. So, yeah, Matt would come in uh, for a few years there when we were in February and overlapping Tucson, and John would leave or Rump would leave, and Matt would come in and fill in the last few purse. Well, it's the short round and the scent shootout. Those two purse, you sit there and you're be ready when called upon, and you really don't get called upon. No. So it's the easiest money you make. You want to entertain because the crowd's awesome. It was awesome. You want to do your thing, but you're. Yep. Boyd tells you, <laughs> shut up until I tell you. Cool. I'm good with that. I'm good with it. I'm a good listener. <laughs> Pays well. Yeah. I think about that too. It's it's kind of funny because uh, like sometimes you're in those places as a rodeo clown entertainer. And, you know, the, the committee guy will say, well, we don't really want you to do a lot. So if you don't mind, if it don't hurt your feelings, just stand back. I'm like, <laughs> Hurt my feelings. I'll go sit in my pickup if you want me to. Like, let's be on it. <coughs> Oops, I muted the wrong. Team. <laughs> you, muted the wrong you muted the way to go, Hambo. Sorry, the old cough button got me. Yeah, so you know, uh, yeah, some guys get like irritated. They get so mad when why? when they can't do their thing. I get it. You want to entertain. You want to show what you've done. But there's times too where, but that also that's very hard because you got to. I mean, you have these certain small windows. Oh yeah, and then when. He says, Matt, what you up to today? You got to have something. Yeah. You can't go, oh, not much. And he'll, they'll never come back to you. You got 10 seconds to make it count. Yeah. And, and that's hard. It, it is. But like I said, they've been entertained by them guys all night. So it's really, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Just stay out of the way. Enjoy the rodeo. You know? Well, tell us, tell us kind of how we like to kind of get a backstory. Okay. Uh, how, how you got into uh, the business. I grew up watching it. Um, Started fighting bulls with Tuck when I was about 18 and realized that you start fighting bulls with the goat, you're probably not going to make it, you know what I mean? <laughs> and fell into clowning. And a guy named J.R. Rumford told me, just go all in, just try it. And here we are. It's worked out. That's yep. the short version. That's awesome. You know, I don't want you to discredit yourself on your bullfighting. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. But when you're going against, you're, you're fighting with Tuck and the harps and the webs and just all them guys, Ross Hill, all those guys, you're like, Ferg, you're like, man, I might not have Let this. Let me tell you why I suck. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, though, <laughs> yeah, right? I, like, I knew that Matt probably wasn't going to go much farther in his bullfighting career. Uh, when we had the Dusty Tuckness Cannon AC bull riding and bullfight, and there was a, a spot opened up in the freestyle bullfight. And uh, so yeah. Matt, Matt gets in. <laughs> I was just doing the bull ride. Yeah. And then they throw me in. That wasn't, that wasn't much hey, of a guess what? You're entered. He I sold tickets. That's what he, I did. He wasn't much of a freestyle bullfighter. But, you know, like a lot of times if, if you watch the BFO or anybody, you when those guys got in the arena and before they call for their bull, they look all confident and pumped up. Matt goes in the arena and he's just got this blank look on his face like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Yeah, I would rather sandpaper bobcats chili ring than be standing right here right now. <laughs> I, I was work, I was working the barrel, and some in the corner. I go, "You got this, Matt." And he goes, "No, I don't." <laughs> and he calls, <laughs> he calls for this bull, and he was right. Um, I was right. <laughs> uh, no offense, now I don't mean this to sound bad, but Matt got hooked so many times, the bull's horns got sore. I mean, it was, it was so bad that Rock Chardine got me hooked. <laughs> the gate guy helped me get hooked. It was, it was ugly. But you know, so Matt started at the Cody Night Rodeo, which uh, a lot of us have. And uh, uh, Sylvan, he started there when he tried to ride barebacks and was really good. And I'm just kidding. But um, 
But, you know, at the night rodeo, that's how Matt got started. And I, when Matt first started clowning, I was like, I didn't know, you know, man, I'm a little nervous about Matt clowning because I was around quite a bit, and he didn't just talk a lot when I first met him. And we were around each other quite a bit. But he was not the, the Probably talker. didn't have a chance with you. <laughs> Less talking with JR around is an easier way to figure out how to get out of a pickle, you know, more time to think. So, Did you have to get him out of jail? Did I get you out of jail? Yeah. No, I saved you from killing the sheriff that day. Yeah, that's let's hear that story. Yeah, the when you when he had his spurs on, you might have told it on here. No, I, I don't remember this. It one. made Jay Leno. It did. Well, let's hear it. Well, the, give the people a good jail story, Rump. Well, we went. So <laughs> when you work at the Cody Night Rodeo, the bullfighters and the clowns have to go downtown uh -huh. in your bullfighting stuff and to the Irma to the Irma Hotel, and you have to go to the gunfight. And the gunfight is like at 5 o'clock. Yeah. So by the time 5 o'clock hits, you've been drinking all day because you're at the night rodeo and <laughs> you're trying to find the will to live. And um, so by 5 o'clock, we go down there. And the, the I don't want to knock the gun. Do they still have the gunfighters? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I think so. And I, I don't want to knock anybody, but the guys that are in the gunfights at the Irma Hotel – yeah. They are those people. Oh yeah, full on. Yeah, like they're, the, they're in it. Yeah. Like the they live it. They believe it. They believe it. Yeah. They <laughs> really the wild west. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the one gal that. What's the thing that holds your boobs way up? That the bustier, a corset, corset. Yeah. So this chick wears the thing all the time. <laughs> like you'd see around town, she's always dressed like Miss Kitty, twenty four hours a day. The gunfighter guy, he thinks he 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 he. I, I know it. He thinks that he's off Tombstone. He thinks he's Val Kilmer from Absolutely. Tombstone. Yeah. And I didn't like the guy at first. So we go down there and uh, this guy had uh, these spurs on, had a deal on it, wasn't good. And so uh, I think it was an Indian symbol. We it, didn't know yeah, that. It was, it was, but it still looked bad. It and I, look I bad. told him like this family seen as, Spurs and they're like we're we're out of here. They're like that's terrible. Oh, it's a it's a it's a swastika. It looks like it looks that. like yes. it's not. It yes. looks like it. Yes. It's a means. I think it's a, a peace sign. It's yeah. an Indian peace sign. There yeah. was no peace when Jr. seen it. Well, because his family was like we're getting out of here. So I, I told him really nicely at first. I go, hey, you should take those off because people don't understand. And this cat went straight gunfighter on me. <laughs> and he's like, you better shut your mouth. I said, what'd you say to me? Oh, and I mean, <laughs> how many keystones okay. did you have before this? 42. Yes, <laughs> at least 42. <laughs> and I said, you're, uh, said, you're not a real gunfighter. He said, well, you're not a real clown. Now, I see this going on down the balcony. <laughs> and it you was saw like it was Moses parting the Red Sea. All the people parted. And <laughs> yeah. I just came as fast and hard as I could. And I tackled Big Bear. I said, we have got to go. I grabbed him by the collar. He was, <laughs> yes. I was fixing them, putting old Val Kilmer to sleep right on the street. <laughs> but it was funny because when I grabbed a hold of him, I mean, everybody's like, get back. So they're getting ready to start the gunfight. And there's probably 400 people there on the, on the front porch of the Irma. And they, they're all just watching me and this gunfighter. <laughs> and this gunfighter is about, he looks about like Gus, maybe a foot taller, you know, I, bald I headed. And then he's like, you don't want to mess with me. I'm like, I think I do. <laughs> like, so Matt tackled me. He's it's not worth it. So once Matt tackled me, then I went into full, just shit talk mode. <laughs> like he's pulling me off the porch. I'm like, you don't want this. You don't want this. 
I'll be here all day. You come find me. Matt gets a truck. He's like, God, bro, jeez. He was like, dude, you, you can't, like, nothing's going to happen. Like, I told Matt, like, yeah, yeah. nothing. After the rodeo, turns out, turns out after the rodeo that night, him and all his gunfighter buddies showed up in full regalia (laughs) with the sheriff. With the sheriff, he was a sheriff's deputy. (laughs) And I don't mean the guy dressed up as a sheriff that was in the gunfight, I'm talking the actual take you to jail sheriff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. what happened? Did you get a talking to? Uh, well, they put me in the car, uh, they put I got out. But they, they said, did you threaten? And they used, the, the thing that made me the most pissed, they used his gunfighter name. Oh, no. <laughs> like, did you threaten Stinky Bell? I'm like, that guy's an accountant. They, yeah. He's not Stinky Bill. I said, and they said, did you threaten him? I said, yeah, I did. A lot. I did. A lot. <laughs> and he A said, lot. well, he said he, you were going to hit him. I said, I did was going to hit him. Well, why were you going to hit him? He said, the guy, the gunfighter, you you were standing right there. He goes, why don't you hit me? He, he invited me to hit him. So if, if I would have hit him, if anything, I would have been justified because he consented. He did give you an invitation. Yeah. So, he did consent. He invited. So this whole deal yeah. blows up. So they, and uh, I bet Maury was impressed. Maury was just, he thrilled. was used to it by then. Yeah. <laughs> Probably this, ran and hide. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, you know, things are good, going good. I was making like $3 an hour working for more that summer. And, you know, maybe after taxes, $1.50. But so we, it, it gets in the paper. And the yeah, headlines. That's, that's where Jay Leno comes in. <laughs> oh, his headlines or whatever it is. Well, I get a phone call. I get a phone call from the, from the newspaper. And I thought it was a joke. They're like, would you like to make a statement on the fight at the Irma? And I'm like okay so i just go off this horrible story they print it they put it in the paper (laughs) so two days after the fight at the irma there's cody right there at cody front page rodeo clown assaults gunfighter front page leno (laughs) so then i was like okay i wish we could find that clip I, i try to keep everything kind of flushed down and cooled off well so then anyhow uh you know when jay leno when he had a show he did the what was it called the uh wild headlines, wild headlines from around yeah, the something like that wild headlines from around the, the globe number one gunfighter or rodeo clown assault gunfighter so yeah. so yeah just a psa for all the the keyboard warriors that that mess with you Ron. yeah i've watched him pick up a man by his throat with one hand and a beer in the other Keep talking. That keyboard's not going to be there one day, okay? It's was, not a good idea to poke the bear. I'm I've, just going to tell you. I've only seen him like that one time because by the time we, we really started hanging out, he was past that yeah. area, except that one time in Omaha at the bar when I turned around that one guy that we thought his, was messing with our buddy's girlfriend, and I asked, I go, got me, bear? And he goes, yeah. And so I turned to this guy, and I'm like, hey, you've been – Messing with blah, blah, blah's girlfriend. And he's like, no, what are you talking about? And all of a sudden, I feel this crowd, and somebody's coming to my back. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get jumped. <laughs> what was old Big Bear? And he was that bared down hat, and his ears were down. He's like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then his buddy, this guy's buddy, it's the best. And I think I've told him, but I don't care. He says to Rump, who are you? 
I'm Justin Rumford. I'm the rodeo clown here. And he goes, looks him up and down. He goes, you ain't no Flint. <laughs> Which I don't care. Really made them guns. <laughs> of course, Rump was, I mean, this kid was small. And, and then, uh, Thank God the I bar said, was no. closing, and we're walking out, and he is waiting to get outside. Yeah. He wants to choke this guy. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, those guys with badges were outside, and I said, Bear, let's not do this. Not right now. Not yeah. worth it. But the thing of it is, if you go but to jail. But you had my back. If you go to jail, you'll get out eventually. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, <laughs> honestly. I haven't seen the glaze over in a long time. It that was happen. the only time yeah. I've, I've ever seen him yeah. like that. I've yeah. heard all the stories, but that, but I asked him, and he had my back. Um, on a complete side note, since we are talking about being pissed (laughs) for, for not people listening on the podcast, but everybody here, do you guys put your hats through the, the, at the airport, you take off your hats and put them through the scanner. No walk through sometimes. What's the the rule on that? Sometimes they check them. They'll, they'll look in them hand check them. Yeah. A lot of times they won't, it'll go off. Sometimes like a straw hat has the wire around that. That's the only thing. I got, I had got the glazed look on the way here when the TSA guy, I'm going to need you to take off your hat. All right. You need to put it through the x-ray. Is that how he said it? <laughs> yes. Just like that. You need to put it through the x-ray. I'm like, I'll put you through the x-ray. <laughs> so I, I, my wife, she was just tickled pink. So I, <laughs> I took the hat and I said, I request a hand check. And he grabs it and like throws it in the bin. And I very politely, kind of politely, not politely. I said, give me my hat back. You already checked it. He goes, you can't, you can't have it back. I said, give me my damn hat back. I'm going to wear it through that detector. And then Ashley kindly invited me to not talk like that to the guy. So we almost, <laughs> but there, I wish there was like, there was more of a. Moral of the story is it's still inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, airports in Texas, they have the, the bins that are connected. So you actually put your, you can put your hat in the bin and then it closes like a shell. Because a lot of times the hat will fall out and then it gets pushed through by somebody else's bag. Thanks, guys. Just smashed. Lucius did that, just smashed it. Other bags were just rolling up on top of it. <laughs> then he gets it and he looks like he just got off a bareback horse. Uh, but, you know, some of that some of that back in the day, though, and I, I've said a lot of good about the night rodeo, but and I, I love the night rodeo, as, yeah, as we all have. Yeah. And it, it's been a major part of careers. But when you do the same thing every day for three months, it It just doesn't it. August is a a small form of insanity in Cody. And I think that's why when I was in Cody, why I was kind of nuts. Because (laughs) that's why. Because every day was the same. Like, as cool as it is, you think about a rodeo, 90 performances. Every night from June 1st to August 31st. And you do the same thing every day. You go to the same place every day you go to the irma and fight gunfighters every day you know i mean it gets it gets a little monotonous you kept it from getting that way yeah 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 but you hone your craft absolutely if you use it right it's a there's no better place in the world yep different people different kinds of people every night mm-hmm. yeah the, the my, my most fun ones are they bring in these buses and nobody spoke english at all not yeah. like one person yeah we'd have 1200 people and you could you could say whatever you wanted. I mean, and they would just clap. Yeah. You know, you go, you guys are all stupid. No, they'd so, be like, yeah. I did a deal, and I had a trash bag full of popcorn, probably two weeks old. Oh. I got Big Bear to help me with this act. Well, he's late, completely late, never shows up. 
he comes back around after the I said, where were you? He said, dude, I was making money. He was selling the two-week-old popcorn to the people in the stands. <laughs> he grabbed a stack of bags from the concession stand and just scooped it out of the trash bag. It was selling popcorn throughout the stands. If that tells you what kind of... Uh, you know what, though? Was. Not one person complained about that. that Not- was, I don't know how... I it, it was old popcorn, bro. Like old. It was not popcorn doesn't go bad. That's why it's called popcorn. You can eat popcorn weeks after. Have you ever heard of skinny pop? It comes in a sack. You get skinny pop lasts forever. I mean, <laughs> y'all had seen skinny pop popcorn? See, it's in a vending machine for days. Popcorn doesn't go bad. Like, and yes, it does. It goes bad. It goes stale. Oh well, it doesn't go bad. You can still eat it and not get food poisoning. Probably. Thank God. Because all of us had money for lawsuits back then. Yeah. Well, at least they weren't going to get much. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you remember the time that that, because uh, one other thing about the night rodeo is the people that would show up. People would show up and stay for a while and they'd be the most weird people you've ever seen. Then they just disappear. Yeah. And um, I found this old man. You remember that? <laughs> I found this 90 year old man in the parking lot one day and, uh, he was homeless and just cruising around and didn't have a lot of time left. And so <laughs> I just, I just took him with me. Yeah. I put you, him in the sound car and just during the day, I drove him around and fed him and fed him old popcorn. And it's like a hamster, <laughs> like a hamster and like another rock journey. Yeah. Yeah. These guys were like, uh, didn't know about the old man at first. And they all come to me one day, like, dude, you got to get over here. Like, What's going on there? They're like, there's a, there's a homeless guy in the back of the sound car. I'm like, oh, that's Rob. He's cool. Like, he's with me. <laughs> and then he died. Not in the sound car. Not in the, <laughs> I was yeah. say. Not in the sound car. He died call. like three days later. And, uh, <laughs> What's that smell? Oh, it was Rob. <laughs> I had to call the sheriff's department. I'm like, oh, hey, you remember when uh, you gave the the uh, hitchhiker the bottle of water with the special medicine in it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. So, that was funny, <laughs> What are you uh, talking about? So we, you know, like when I was driving back and forth, so we would take, I'd take horses from Cody to Apache, like making laps. And everybody at the night rodeo was always messing with each other bad. Like Mm. it was always, somebody was trying to out joke the next guy. So somebody got online and ordered like a half gallon bucket of Viagra. (laughs) Like, and I don't mean knock off Viagra. I mean the real Viagra. And so everybody was always trying to put in everybody else's drink well so anyhow i put one in a bottle of water and i forgot about it and uh i picked up a hitchhiker on the way to oklahoma this guy was standing i pulled over on the side of the uh off ramp to take a pee there chug water wyoming there's a homeless guy standing there and he needed a ride so i told him mount up so he's riding along he's man you got anything to drink yeah i do (laughs) (laughs) i had Handed him, handed him that Viagra water, and uh, he got out of the truck like an hour later. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I believe that the call I got was, "Hey, dude, it worked." <laughs> He's at the Flying J. And uh, he is really uncomfortable. Yeah, that guy said, "I'm not getting back in your truck." Like, <laughs> I'd rather you not. So, uh, but like that—that's the only thing I didn't like because, well, I like I like a practical joke. Yeah, but there it gets like to where it's too much. Yeah. Uh, 
Daryl Teason got his eyebrows shaved off and didn't know it till like he was on his way home. <laughs> and uh, he goes into a restaurant and uh, they're like, looks like you had a good night. Goes in the bathroom. No eyebrow. Went too far. You know, too far. Yeah. Like the, the snakes up there. The, I hate snakes. Matt doesn't mind snakes. No, I hate them, but I will. I'll, I'll, I'll help kill one for practical joke's sake. Sorry. We, uh, you we know, put, we put one in his Elvis suit one night. I've seen that video. Yeah. The worst one, though, was at the 4th of July rodeo. I uh, wasn't there for that. You weren't there for that. But when I went back to Cody for the first time to work the uh, 4th of July rodeo, every day they give away a rifle. And um, for members of the whatever. So they invite me into the arena, and Boyd's announcing, and he says, you know, everybody, I tell you, this is special. This guy started right here in this arena in 2005, and he's worked hard and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, one clown of the year. And tonight he returns to the good people of Cuddy, Wyoming, as champion. And giving him this commemorative rifle on behalf of the Cody Stampede, and the, the, the guys come out there, like the committee guys come out there, and they got the box. And I'm like, I'm tearing up. It's like, this is so special. And so I grab the box, and they're like, open it. I open this box and they have got a snake stuck in this box alive. alive. <laughs> yeah. I opened the box and I don't know how long the snake was in there, but he must've been there for a while because he was pretty interested on getting out. So the snake, <laughs> the snake jumps up and looks at me like me and the snake <laughs> make eye contact. And we are both equally scared. That is the only time I've ever used bad language over the microphone. <laughs> I threw the box down. I turned around to run, and I started to fall, and I ran into the buck and shoot's head first. It was, yeah. And then the next time I worked it, they told me I was going to be the grand marshal of the parade, and I was so excited. I put on social media and told everybody I was going to be the grand marshal. They didn't tell me grand marshal of the kitty parade. <laughs> so I had to walk in front of, like, 60 kids all dressed up in like clown stuff and little wagons and yeah, not the actual, not the big one, not the big one. <laughs> oh, and on a side note on the, the Irma gunfight, I got banned from the Irma hotel for life. No, for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Home of the original Cherrywood bar, Buffalo Bill's original hotel in the Rockies. <laughs> you still know the. Oh, that's what, that's what we would say. Oh, My, yeah. Matt was never as good at the sound car. Matt would be like, Hey, don't forget. Come on out. And I'm like, all right, everybody, tonight at 8 o'clock, real Wild West rodeo action. Be there. Bucking horses, bucking bulls, good-looking girls, and a certain element of danger. We'll see you at the Cody Night Rodeo. That's good. And why Why would I need to do it if he did that? Exactly. Yeah. Before I got banned from the sound car, that's what I did. <laughs> Reason I got banned, I don't know. It was at the banned. end of it. At the end of it, he couldn't even leave the rodeo grounds by no. the end of his tenure there. Yeah, right? No, he can't touch anything in Cody Wyoming. <laughs> well, I'm going back over the fourth. The, the funniest thing with the sound car though was when Jordan was driving. I think we've told us on Rump Chat, and uh, all these people were sitting outside eating on the uh, <laughs> were eating on the patio of this Mexican restaurant, right in Cody. And I seen this bunch of these guys that I knew, so I told Jordan, I go, "Hey, I'm gonna moon them." <laughs> so I get my old butt out and get ready to moon him. Jordan stops, stops the car <laughs> right in front of like, there's a stoplight there. Isn't there? It was green. It was green. <laughs> he could have kept going. And uh, yeah. So 
got banned from the sound car for a while, but uh, is, is the sound car still going? I mean, is it still yeah. going? You need you have to go in your the first perf this year. You have to come in in the sound car. That's a good idea. We used to do that when it was uh, <clears throat> Cody the Kid and the Coyote Band. That yeah. was that was Maury's opening that yeah. we did together, like over a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. I hope I never hear that song again. Uh, you remember the words? No. I do. I uh, sure they, you do. They got a they remade all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. All right, here we do. No, don't here do go. it. No. Do it. I, I don't remember all the words, but like <laughs> okay. the parking lot is packed, and so are the stands. I'm Cody the kid and I'm ready to jam. And so like he was dressed up. So Matt looks like he's lip singing in, into this microphone. Tuck did it the best. Yeah, Tuck did it the best. I, I think I saw shades of that last night he at did. the cinch party. I told him he looks like 20-year-old Tuck last night. Tuck had three quarters of a beer and was tooted. <laughs> was got that day off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Cody the Kid. Oh, Buffalo Bill would sure be proud if all of us get real rowdy and loud. That's it. I told you not to do it. We had to. One other thing me and Matt used to have to do at night rodeo, we'd have to go paint faces. Like when people are walking into the rodeo, we had to sit at a booth. God. Three-time alternate, Coors Man the Can, uh, nominated several times, Clown of the Year. This year you got to uh, get to do Colorado Springs. Yeah. Going yep. to college finals. Yep. What's your schedule looking like for the whole year, Matt? It's good. It's good. We go – we start in June heavy. I mean, we'll go sporadic. We'll go to Florida in March and then come back, hang around the house, do a few deals, Oklahoma, Texas, and then the, about the middle of May we go to Kansas and – Bennington, then head north to Idaho and stay up there the rest of the summer. Yeah. Nice. It's it's crazy to think how fast this is all going. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you look at the rodeo deal as it is now, you, we get done here the 16th, go home on the 17th. Christmas. Christmas the 25th, and then. Yeah, I'll go to the circuit finals right after Christmas. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to California finals. Yep. Yeah, right. Yep. Red Bluff. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's going to be another packed year. Yeah, that's what everybody you know. Last night at the, when you're talking to people, at the awards banquet, they're like, "Man, are you so so glad the year's over?" Yeah, it's, it's yep. never over. I'm gonna enjoy this t next two weeks. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and you, Matt you just built an awesome house down in Texas, and it's uh, getting there down by Heiko, where yep. everybody in the world has moved to either Stephenville, Lipan, or Heiko. That's it, or Poolville, Garrett. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Weatherford, Weatherford, Weatherford. same yeah. thing. Weatherford, it got too crowded. I had to move away. <laughs> yeah, go back. Anyway, yeah, but it, it, you think about it, and I was kind of having a moment the uh, the other day when I was setting up my spot, and I was sitting there in, in that chair, you know, where Benji sat for 22 years, yeah. kind of looking around like, wow, you know, I just it was it seemed like yesterday I was eight years old tugging on Clint Bronger's shaps on yep. the back of the shoots at Sydney 
I mean, sign of my hat, yep. you know, and and then you know, here we are. That's what it's I pretty love crazy. About this is you can still see those guys around here, and everybody's still so approachable. And I mean, we get to work with our heroes every day. Mm -hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yep. Who would be? Who would you say is your rodeo clown hero? Butch Lim Cooler. Oh, by far. And you do his act, the the trampoline. The yeah. trampoline. That's right. Yep. yep. Not near as good as he does. Well, you know, uh, Butch was a like an Olympic diver. I don't know what he was, but he was very athletic because that thing has crippled me on numerous occasions. It has? Oh, yeah. it's. I had no idea. There's a reason why they're for kids. <laughs> like, just, kids that bounce better than you? Yes. Yes. Oh, look. You're oh, right. what you're, is this? You're only bringing one. Oh, that's from Cody. Thanks, Cody. Cody Wade. Thanks, old buddy. Just one. Oh, gosh, mine's out too. But That's uh, all right. Cody only brought $1,000, and that buys about two drinks. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but it is insane. It, I mean, this town's always been expensive, but it's so bad now. It's bad. Three of us, and Gus doesn't really count. We were PF change the other day, $150. What? Well, I had seven beers, but, you know, yeah. How much was that pizza? 16 bucks. $16? For a slice of pizza. Save your money. Buy Viva stuff. Las Vegas. Buy, buy some stuff from Sitch. You know, we're going to give some stuff away. Yeah. Who wants a penalty Let's get hat? Some stuff These are free. Here, come on up here come if you want a hat. See, see what we're doing here? We're helping with the, the NFR blues. Here you go, my friend. Oh, bad, bad toss right that was there. Terrible. Oh, bad toss is right that, over there. Is that a specialty act? Free hats. <laughs> Nominee. Free hats. <laughs> I saw what you did there. Okay, thank you. I was hoping somebody heard uh, that. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny about the, the whole prize and everything? Is uh I saw this this deal on on Instagram and it had a, they're talking about tipping and this guy's cracking this joke. Cause he's like, yeah, I went to Starbucks. I ordered a muffin. So this lady turns around and grabs a pre pre-made muffin, pre-wrapped muffin, and then spun around and handed it to me. And then just spins the deal around. It's just going to ask you a couple questions. 20% tip to turn around and give you a muffin. It's unbelievable. You know, like it, the, I think back in the old Vegas days, you know, when you get nostalgic and you think about how it used to be. The three ninety nine steak and eggs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, what yeah, happened like, to like that? midnight? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Then they used to price have, like, the price of beef. Steak and lobster. It's trickled down. Four dollars. Seven The price of beef has trickled down to the old Seven Nation bar, uh, yeah. bar and grill over there. Um, another side note, it is official that um, they will make up the uh, round tonight on Wednesday morning. So 10 a.m. Uh, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, I'm looking uh, for NFR season ticket holders for refunds for the canceled performance will be issued Las Vegas events. Uh, if tickets were purchased through StubHub, a refund will be directed. If you bought through StubHub, you've got a lot of money anyways, and you probably don't even need the money back. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, so there you go. Like we said, just have patience. Um, well, you know, you know what really sucks is for the people that bought tickets uh for like five hundred dollars from a friend yeah and then so when you get your refund you're only getting face value yeah. <laughs> like, like you, oops you how many people do you think did that a lot i know yeah. i know a ton of people and i i get a nfr ticket mad you know like people that you you don't talk to you don't know you're never around they'll call you hey uh are you in vegas who's this Oh, it's your old pal, Brad. Oh, hey, Brad. What can I do for you? 
Well, could you get six plaza tickets all together for four nights yeah. in a row? Yeah. At face value. Well, what, yeah. And then I get messages that, you know, uh, uh, hey, so-and-so said that you probably got some tickets. No. <laughs> no. World, I don't have any tickets. Leave me alone. You go watch the rodeo, Matt? Do I? Yeah, not this year we won't. We're, we're heading on Saturday, so. But we usually go at least once. And I, I think it's uh, being the alternate. Uh, it used to be they the alternate would suit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you would suit up and stand in the corner in case something happened. And short of the scoreboard falling on him like Patches O'Houlihan, John Harrison is going to be fine, you know. Yeah. So. yeah. Hey, sh- <laughs> I mean, shout out to John. Absolutely. Yeah. Winning the triple He's, crown yes. tears of the world. What a John and Carla are just the, the best people. I love yeah. them to death. Yeah. Um, he's the second funniest clown in the world, you know. Third, actually, if you count Flint. Uh, and so, because <laughs> me, Flint, and John, you know, probably look, you. At, look at Bone. <laughs> just, what? Not saying anything. I said Clint. <laughs> you don't know him. He goes to a different school. But, <laughs> but the uh, the alternate uh, used to have to be fully duded out. Yeah. You know, which I, I don't think I would, I don't know. I stayed the first year. I stayed the whole time. And it was really cool because you, you don't know if that's ever going to happen again. So I want. Well, you to, don't want it to happen, but no. But I mean, you, you're in a position where a lot of guys want to be, have never, may never get in their entire career. I don't take that lightly. I want to take it all in and be a part of it and just take out, take on the city for two weeks. But I'm going to go home this time. Yeah, I, I, I know. For me, it's yeah. harder. It's harder to be gone. Yeah, yeah. My I, kids are at home with my yeah. Me. I'm blessed parents and yeah. This guy's with me and his I'm, mama. I'm jealous. I see over there sitting with Gus. Makes me makes me want to be around mine. Same <laughs> in the head. Yeah, it's okay. Let me crack you upside <laughs> the melon yeah. real quick. They bounce but, back. Uh, yeah, it, I read. I read. Actually, read this time. It is 10 a.m. No public access. I think, like you said earlier, I think they're going to give family. Each stock contractor gets 10 tickets. So, and yeah. then go uh, be a stock contractor family. But. Yeah. So. So Wednesday morning round, well, what, how it works out. Uh, oh, good question, Chad Burger. Hi, guys. How are you? It's my friends. Oh, hey. Hey, friends. North Dakota. We had Killdeer on earlier. Killdeer boys are over here. North Dakota people. Anyway, uh, yeah, Rump Chat gear. Uh, rumpchat.com. <laughs> we don't have any here on site. We're uh, too cheap to pay somebody to sell our merch. So <laughs> if anybody wants to intern for their Rump Chat, uh, which pays uh, in gold buckle beer. Careful what you ask for around here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Rump will find some people. I've seen him do it. Well, you know, a uh, funny thing, when we had uh, one of our other great sponsors of Rump Chat every day is Pendleton Whiskey, Yeah. which uh, we were big believers in Pendleton Whiskey. And that's our Pendleton hats. We got Pendleton um, uh, bandanas and some cup holders and glasses up here. If you guys want to grab before you leave, but Pendleton Whiskey, one year, uh, 2020, they brought us, 2,000 t-shirts. Yeah, that's... When we're in Fort Worth. 2,000. Pendleton, they're good, obviously, a national sponsor, and they sponsor rodeos, they sponsor events, but they'll give you $6,000 worth of merch. I'm like, let's cut that in half. I'll take some more cash. So what I did, this was actually genius marketing. You remember when I did this? I went and I gave a t-shirt to every homeless man I could find. And then the day that (laughs) the the Pendleton... uh, Corporate came in. Every street corner, there was a Pendleton guy in a Pendleton T-shirt. So that was good marketing. <laughs> Free T-shirts. I think 
that lovely lady in that really terrible Husker shirt needs a Pendleton T-shirt to cover that up. Uh-oh. Gosh, sorry. Go Hawks. <laughs> That's rough. Um, no, it's okay. Half my family, you know the story. Yes, for sure. And also, don't forget our other good sponsor that sponsors all year long that is up here, Red River Arenas. If anybody yeah. here listening in-house or is listening at home, be sure to check out. They brought a whole semi-load of stuff out. They got the awesome deals uh, on the calf rope and shoot going on right now. Is it 2300 Is that where they I believe at? it's – yes. Well, somewhere. But check them out, Red, Red River, River Arenas. Arenas. Tell them that we sent you in. Tomorrow we're going to, um, when we actually have our stock roster, we will be doing the Pete Carr Pro Rodeo, all the, the his stock picks. The Pete um, Carr Pro Rodeo picks of the day. And it was pretty cool. Last night, Pete got to go up on stage and get the award for Bayou Bengal. Yep. Buck and Bull of the Year, uh, which is just an honor to, to, to win that because, I mean, think about it. Think how many people have bulls. There's probably one out of every three person in here if you look around these people, one of three people are a stock contractor rocking through here right now. They own at least one bull. <laughs> like, that's how many bulls that are out there. So, uh, for Bayou Bengal, big shout-out to Pete Car Rodeo and all he's done for Rump Chat. Uh, and Spot Professional Rodeo. Yes. So, this is his fourth, third or fourth year to be the, the official rodeo sponsor. Uh, Rump Chat. Um, so, do you get to work any Pete's rodeos? I do. I go to Nacogdoches this year. There you go. go. Nacogdoches. Can you spell Nacogdoches? No. <laughs> Can you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm not telling you in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> Can anybody here, you know what, for a, a, a free Pendleton something, that can anybody can... here spell Nacogdoches without looking? That you can okay, just... ma'am, come up here. <laughs> no, no, gone. you it's raised gone. your hand. It's cheek. Don, come on up here. Spell Nacogdoches. Hold on. You got to wait. You got to wait. Give her the microphone. Make sure she's right. Okay, here we go. N-A-C-O-G-D-O-C-H-E-S. There you go. Is that right? She would know. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say she's right. She gives me a lot of candy. So. All right. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Petty. Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches. Well, everybody. Awesome. Well, I think that's it for today. Um, yeah, I got to go figure out. I still got equipment at the building. So I got to go. My rental car is still there. Tomorrow, so tomorrow we'll we got to go get that stuff. We can go. They said it's business as usual, which is great. Thank tomorrow, God. Bob Tallman yes. and Boyd Paul Hamus, the greatest announcing duo of all time, um, so far, I should say. Garrett, Garrett and Boyd in Sioux Falls. I got to say, I was talking to Roy last night. Uh, our friend Garrett Yergin over here was amazing. And Boyd Paul Amos gave him, that was the, the greatest compliment I've ever heard Boyd give. Yeah. And Boyd will give compliments when right. earned. And he said, I usually feel like uh, I carry guys that I announce with. But he, he, felt, he said, I feel, felt like you carried me. Wow. You know how big That's that cool. is? Oh. That's cool. That's big. That sounds, so Garrett that sounds almost like, cried, and I almost cried for Garrett. That but, sounds uh, like anyway, something on a Hallmark movie. But I didn't care you. It but was you, there's that was you know there. There's still Boyd and Bob. I mean, you talk about the 2000s. Those those guys rocking the Thomas and Mac when there was no sound limit. <laughs> Benji's just hammering on it. Those were the best year. It was, oh my god! And they they would do it together. It'd be like a 90 point, and they'd be like, score coming up, and they both go. 90 points. Oh, my God. It was awesome. But anyway. Cheese, cheese, cheese. Yes. 
Yeah, um, but they're going to be on here tomorrow. Uh, we don't need any other guests. That will be enough. <laughs> so, well, I guess we got Rodeo of the Day. Yeah, we'll have Rodeo today. Thanks again for the Rodeo Day sponsor, Kildare Mountain Rode Range. Kildare. Look who's never coming back to your rodeo. <laughs> Kildare. Well, it's got four or five different. You know what? I'm going to make up my own. Kildare's kick-ass 4th of July rodeo. There you go. <laughs> Second, third, and fourth this year coming up, right, guys? Second, third, and fourth, 2024. Thank you to Tyler and Chase for bringing Rope Chat today. Be sure to check them out. Go see the rodeo in Kildare, North Dakota, if you can. It's a, it's going to be a jam of time. And thanks to our guests, three-time NFR, alternate barrel man, one of my best buddies, great guy, Matt and multi-time nominated. Multi-time. Clown of the year. Everything he's been nominated for. Thank so you guys. We appreciate you being on. And we'll Gus. see you guys tomorrow. And Gus, thank you for all you did today. Do you want to sing Viva Las Vegas? Nope. No, nope, okay. not today. Okay. He says Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. See you later. Come on now. In the middle of the road, yeah. See the darkest things. Black crackers every now and then. through the city wearing a big diamond rings and silk suits. There's corrugated tin chats full of a cancer man. I don't mean a hamster nursery. But when you own a big chunk of the bloody third world, the babies just come with the scenery. Now come on, baby. Mm, get in the road. Oh, come on now.